I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning on this Tuesday. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you in Los Angeles, California. Thomas, Pretty Daddy, Muscles, DeCelestino. Oh, now he's flexing. He's into it. He's leaning into it. Is in New York City, as is Andrew Bogish, who will join us in about 20 minutes. Jay Cutler still an absolute bum. Not a big believer of Sean Payton in Denver, but he's setting some boundaries, and that is an important first step. Our buddy Steve Berline is going to be on the line, the phone line, in an hour. It is a really busy buy or sell. There's a lot of things going on in sports, including Iowa the University of Iowa's basketball program that we've correctly criticized, excuse me, football program. They just operate like they're a basketball program. It's a shot at basketball programs. What am I doing? It's mean. Iowa football, pushing back a little bit on the nepotism that has held that program back. We're on LeBron watch tonight. I'll be on CBS Sports HQ whenever LeBron forgets that's the record. You get a little bonus Bill Ryder, third person, little bonus Bill Ryder once he's within three points of the record. I'll just be staring at my camera, saying things like, ooh, he needs three more. It's going to be riveting. If you want to call us, 855-212-4CBS, Twitter, Sports Rider, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. I'll be heading to Phoenix from L.A. after this show ends, getting on a plane, flying to the site of Super Bowl 57, hitting the road to Super Bowl 57. And there's a lot of things that we'll talk about, of course, today and over the next few days. Game is this weekend. Eagles, Kansas City, going to be riveting, incredibly interesting. Can't wait to be there. We have a bunch of amazing guests lined up for you. Jay Cutler won't be one of them, and even if he was, he wouldn't show up. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I do think it's worth just taking a moment because sometimes the obvious and the familiar is still the remarkable, but we lose track of it because it doesn't seem new and shiny. Just let's take a minute to take stock of the Kansas City Chiefs. Not taking anything away from the Eagles or what Nick Sirianni's done or Jalen Hurts' remarkable career. Remember, that guy had to leave Alabama to find playing time. And now he is at least, I mean, arguably the second best quarterback in the National Football League. I wouldn't make the argument, but they are in Philly, and he certainly is critically important to the game over the course of the week. All those things we'll talk about this week. This is a Chiefs team that has now made, what, five consecutive AFC Championship games, that has won three of those five AFC Championship games, that has won a Super Bowl, 
has lost a Super Bowl over that run and plays on Super Bowl Sunday this Sunday. And, and to to add into the mix of how amazing the accomplishment and the greatness of Patrick Mahomes is, just for fun, just for for kicks, just to see if they could do it, and because he demanded it, Tyree Kill, the Kansas City Chiefs gave up the most explosive wide receiver in the game last year. They rolled the dice that Mahomes and Andy Reid and that offensive coaching staff could make do or make up for Hill's explosiveness. They bet the farm and the future and an organization that had been nothing but dominant, that had been the top passing offense in the National Football League that we know would ride or fall on what Mahomes could do offensively on whether or not they could scheme around the absence of, of Hill. I was thinking about Tyreek Hill this, this morning. you got to get your money. Never going to count somebody else's money. Never going to be mad at somebody else for doing what they got to do. Still think Miami can be a pretty dynamic place. He made a difference. But he's home. He's chilling. I don't know what Tyreek does in his spare time. I don't know if he's golfing. I don't know if he's into chess. Not sure if he's a poker player. Maybe like me, he plays a lot of tennis. Maybe like Diesel, he goes to his house and sits on his, on his couch. I don't know what riveting things Tyreek Hill is doing. But he's not at the Super Bowl. He's not playing. And the fact that the Chiefs did miss a beat. And the fact that their offense is every bit as dangerous and dynamic. And I know they have Travis Kelsey. And I recognize Kelsey is not just the best or, hello, Tony Gonzalez, second best tight end of all time. His stats, his numbers are historically competitive with just the great receivers in the history of the game. Despite that, you really have one target for Mahomes of note and then a bunch of other guys. You don't have a running game that's overwhelming or overpowering. You have Patrick Mahomes. And you have a brain trust in Kansas City that, again, we've taken for granted. Andy Reid, since the moment he got to Kansas City, and and this came from, that I first heard it, from Trez Paler, who covered the Chiefs, who was a great friend, who this Thursday, it'll be a few years since he since he passed away, who, who talked about, on this show and other places, and Therese was just an amazing NFL reporter, an incredible human being, loved the guy, know he's looking down. Therese talked about how part of the development for Mahomes was the fact that Andy Reid, whoever the offensive coordinator was, that has changed over the years, it's now Eric Bieniemy. give him credit, quarterbacks, coaches, Mahomes himself, anybody that was a part of the offense slash quarterback room, coaching to have a quarterback room, could go into a huge whiteboard at Arrowhead and just start drawing plays, start playing mad scientist. And it created an investment and a culture and a togetherness and a creativity that certainly has found the perfect extension and avatar and representative in Patrick Mahomes, his ability to execute it. But but a, a sense of we're in this together and we can do this together that I think is hard to quantify and not as sexy and interesting as, say, Jay Cutler not showing up for an interview or a wedding, but that matters and is significant. And is part of the reason whatever has been thrown the Chiefs' way, they figure it out. Mahomes can't move because of his ankle? We got this. The defense year to year is particularly bad right now? We'll figure it out. No problem. Tyree Hill's gone? Don't worry about it. And Mahomes yesterday, at what is always... I, I, I actually hate Super Bowl media day, media night, media event now. I've covered, I don't know, 10 of them. Wasn't there yesterday. Thank you, thank you, thank you to whoever made that decision. Because you do have innocuous questions like, this is a must-win game? The Sirianni. Yeah. 
But you also have some insight. It's easy to miss when people dress as clowns and models and, you know, struggling dancers are, are walking around asking really stupid questions. And one of the things that I thought was, was really insightful that, that can sound like Mahomes just sputtering in the same old, oh, gee, golly, everybody's in this together, I think actually speaks to the way that the Chiefs and the genius combination of the people coming up with plays and Mahomes' ability to execute them, how they coalesce no matter what's going on. Here is Patrick Mahomes speaking to the, the group dynamic, the offensive intellectual firepower that spans Andy Reid and other people that have, that have made the Chiefs so easy to overlook for how insanely ridiculous they have been for the last five years. You lose a dude in Tyreek Hill, but yet you still need to lead and pass him in. Patrick, how are you doing that? It's Andy Reid. Uh, I think he's seen over time that Andy Reid has success with whoever's out there. And so I just follow the plan. I follow the example that he sets. And uh, we, he, we got a lot of other good receivers, too. So they helped me out a ton as well. And, uh, but Andy Reid leading the show, uh, you can always have success with that. I mean, it's a little, it is a little Tom Brady. Andy Reid did it. Uh, but it's true. By the way, speaking of, um, of Tom Brady, and, and we'll, we'll hit some of this later, Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast over on SiriusXM had a, had a bunch of goodbyes. And it's sort of interesting to listen to because on the one hand, it's really cool. On the other hand, they clearly taped it over a seven-month period, and so sort of listening to them edited together is kind of awkward. But there's a great moment where Mahomes comes on, or at least leaves a message, or whatever it is. Did you listen to this, Diesel? Did you hear the Mahomes part? Good morning, Tommy. Uh, good morning, Bill. Happy Tuesday. Yes, yes, yes I did. You too. Where Mahomes says, thank you for quitting. Basically, thank, hey, congrats, <laughs> thank you for going away. And it was funny, and it was cute, and it was sweet, and it was nice, and they have a relationship, but it's not true anymore. Mahomes needed Brady to quit two or three years ago, especially when, as a Patriot, they were still in the way, New England and Brady, of of Mahomes and the Chiefs. And it struck me in listening to Mahomes congratulate Brady and thank him for his retirement, and listening to Brady, I think, genuinely say how much he respects and cares about Mahomes, I realized it's not Mahomes people have have to pray goes away. Or it's not Brady, excuse me. It's Mahomes. But Mahomes isn't 40... 82 years old, 45, 46 years old. This is a young guy who loves his coach and who, regardless of the situation, regard, remember the offensive line completely changed over last year, and they still made they still made an AFC championship game. This is a defense that's good but not exceptional. It's a team that eventually, in the Mahomes era, and I think the Andy Reid era, is going to lose or see at least age catch up to Travis Kelsey. None of it's going to matter. Because Mahomes is the shining light of the National Football League. He's the best player in the game. And with Brady gone, he is the best player in the history of the game to currently be playing. And I know that's a big statement. And I know time's got to bear that out. And I know somewhere Aaron Rodgers swinging a golf club, looking for adulation and love, is feeling super sensitive and doesn't know why. I got it. I understand all of that. And there's some amazing guys that are, that are still part of the game. The most talented player in the history of the National Football League, the most important player in the history of the National Football League, who is still playing, who is an active player today in the National Football League, is Patrick Mahomes. And he is paired with, and I love this for Andy Reid, he is paired with a guy who even before he found Mahomes, and to be fair, by, by found Mahomes, made sure the Chiefs moved up to draft Patrick Mahomes, even though they had Alex Smith, a quarterback, so he gets credit. This is a guy in Andy Reid who had massive success in Philadelphia, who was widely regarded 
as an offensive genius before that was the catchy thing to say about the McVeighs and the Taylors and the other guys out there, who was beloved by everyone who had been around him, including guys that have played for him, which is a different deal, right? You got your buddy you like, and then you got your buddy you've lived with that you like. Those are different things, proximity. And yet he couldn't get over the hump. He just couldn't win the big game. And his ability, Andy Reid's, to see in Mahomes the magic that was there, to move up and get Mahomes, to do one of the hard things in, in sports, certainly in the NFL, to properly raise up and groom and prepare a quarterback of that level of talent to succeed and exceed those expectations. And then to year after year after year after year after year win is a, is a perfect marriage. And, and let's just, it's so, it, it's, like, it, it's like Brady, it's like LeBron, it's like Tiger Woods when he was doing his thing, it is soccer, it's like Messi, it's really easy to look past the insanity of Mahomes year after year after year after year after year of AFC Championship games and three of those being Super Bowls and maybe, just maybe, two out of three of those Super Bowls ending in wins. These guys are unbelievable. And as much as this game is going to be this game and we'll see what the Eagles can do and their defense, especially that defensive line, has the absolute potential to wreak havoc against the Chiefs' offensive line, and to get a guy in Mahomes who's not going to be as mobile, we'll see to what degree he's mobile as he's been in the past. And as, as much as, as, as the Eagles' offense is, it's different, but their ability to control the clock and run the football and keep Mahomes off the field and Jalen Hurts and all the weapons he has in that context, especially to have some huge plays, especially down the field, as much as the Eagles on paper are so formidable, of course they are. Of course they are. They're in the Super Bowl. Don't lose track of the fact that this is a pattern for Kansas City, and it's not for anybody else. And that is about Mahomes' genius and Reed's genius and that perfect marriage that maybe we take for granted a little bit because we've seen it again and again and again. Uh, 855-2124-CBS if you want to call us. Or on Twitter, SportsRider, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, or D-Cell, D-Cell, CBS. Tom, uh, our guy Ducky Hines, if I'm remembering correctly, has a, a, a tweet for you, and I think it's praise. I think it's love... And it is praise, and it is, is, it is Ducky saying, hey, guys, hey, bogus and writer, you guys went after Tom for what felt like a putrid subtraction from the sum of all human knowledge. How dare you take a few months ago? But I'm back to tell you, I'm not sure what he's saying, but maybe that's that your take is really good. And we're going to get into that, as well as Jay Cutler still being the absolute worst. He's the worst, man. Next here on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. Listen up, D-Cell, this is for you too. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly, plus all customers get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yep, good job, Tom. Keep doing it. And use the code RIDER. Tom, it's R-E-I-T-E-R, and the rest of you, too. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's the code Ryder. My last name, R-E-I-T-E-R. 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present in state where lawful to wager. 21 plus most eligible states. Page verified jurisdiction. Board in Ontario and Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467369. Bonus issued as bonus bets. Option required for odds boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility in terms of Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash football terms. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Some would argue that I'm still Jay Cutler. But none can disagree that Jay Cutler is still Jay Cutler. Uh, one of the cool things about Radio Row and about Super Bowl week is the interactions and the things that come out of a bunch of people making the rounds and talking to a bunch of media and the stories that maybe you otherwise wouldn't have heard. When's the last time, do you, have we ever talked about Jay Cutler on the show since you started producing? How long have you been producing? Almost two years? Year almost, yeah, almost two years now. Um, only to reference that he's either your least favorite or second to least favorite athlete of all time. Oh, least favorite of all time. I'd rather have Chris Paul be my best man my next wedding when I, <laughs> when I redo my vows with my current wife than, than have Jay Cutler uh, attend. Although apparently that wouldn't be a concern. And you're going to understand why. Now, now here's the context. Um, Kay Adams... From Up and Adams, which is, by the way, I forgot the name of her show because I'm dumb. And I said to, I was talking to D. Stell, this is true, Tom. I'm like, what's, what's the name of her show? Up and Adams? Just as a joke. And you said, exactly. I like the puns. <laughs> On Up and Adams, uh, Brandon Marshall came by. And, well, things turned to Jay Cutler. And you're going to hear that he's still the worst. Maybe it was 
an emergency. So like, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth when this eventually gets cleared up. But the fact of the matter is, I wanted to put one to you and get one on the scoreboard for Kay Adams versus Brandon Marshall so bad that I lowered myself to basically beg Jay Cutler to come on the show. And then I'm making videos like, we got Jay Cutler on the show. And he did me dirty, I think. Wow. So yeah, that's over. Listen, don't feel bad, Kay. Uh, he once told me he was going to come to my wedding. And um, I look out in the aisle and there was no Jay Cutty. What did he say? Where was he? I didn't talk to him. I, I didn't talk to him for another three years until I got traded from the Miami Dolphins to the Chicago Bears. Is that true? Is come on, we don't lie on up in Adams. <laughs> yes, it's true. The night, two nights before the wedding. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm coming. Wow. You know, Tony Scheffler came. All the boys came. We're having a good time. And all of a sudden, all right, he'll make it tomorrow. Yeah. He didn't make the he ain't make the party. He'll make it tomorrow. Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, that is some that is some awkward drama right there. Poor Kay didn't know what to say, did she? What do you say? A former teammate? You don't show up to his wedding? What can you say? What's worse, saying you're going to come to a wedding and not showing up, or expecting to be invited to your buddy's wedding and not being invited? You've entered Jay Cutler territory, Diesel. These even... are not the same thing. No what? way. It is absolutely worse to two days before the wedding tell the groom you are you will be there. You will be in attendance. Yep. Then not get the invite. What if an entire relationship between you and, say, a very talented update anchor play-by-play guy for years that that message is friendship, and then that friendship has turned to a handful of dust, to quote Eva Lawal, because somebody, that would be you, Tom, doesn't invite somebody else, Andrew Bogus, to their wedding. Is it similar? Is it, oh, hi, Andrew. I'm sorry, you having flashbacks? Guys, don't mind me. Yeah, I mean, this is tough to hear and relive, and it's nice to say that there's a difference in the impact when you're not the victim. <laughs> He's the victim, Tom. Emotional victim. I thought we were all adults here. Like, can't we move on? Like, my wedding was over three years ago. I'm sorry. Are you are you imitating Jay Cutler, or are you speaking for yourself? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to speak for myself, but I'm sounding like Jay Cutler. Yeah. yeah. This guy's a bum, though, isn't he? Jay Cutler, come on, man. Bum of the week, by the way, conjured up by him. I was talking about that guy every, all, every day. I'm like, I just got to make this once a week. I'll make a bum of the week. This guy's, I mean, you. how do you not at least send a note? There's so much planning that goes into weddings, as I now know. Like, it's so unbelievably oh, rude. Gonna... Unbelievably rude to say that you're coming. It's one thing if you don't even say anything. Like, you get no response at all. But, yeah, I will be there. Two days before the wedding, to a teammate, no less. Like, that's that's the worst. Then talk to the... Brandon Marshall was never going to speak to this guy again until he was forced to play with him. Good on it's him for playing with the him, bogus... too. Andrew, I feel bad. I should have I should have seen this coming. Am I putting you in a tough position every day at the 20 having to talk to D-Cell? Is that something that I didn't... I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, thank you for noticing, and thank you for yeah. bringing it up. Um, it's not easy, but, you know, I'm kind of numb to it now. And I'm a professional, and I... I I am paid to be here, you so know what? Get I push through. Over it. Get over it. <laughs> oh, okay. Easier said than done. Get over it. You are a pro. 
and I appreciate your diligence. Thank I you. I just, I guess I didn't realize what I was doing to you, making you be in the same space as someone who who was so heartless. And I want to apologize for that. I want to. Own no, no, that. no, 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 no. You, you are not the one who needs to apologize. Um, I, I we've moved on, but don't forget, twenty twenty three is the year of friendship. Things are, as far as I can tell, things are going okay. But there are things in the past that are always going to be there. Um, you forgive, but you don't forget. I couldn't forget if I tried. I understand. Well, speaking of time, this will give you a chance to really kind of do whatever you want. Our our guy Ducky Hines on Twitter at Andrew Bogish at Sports Writer at Decel CBS. Just I'll just read you his, his uh, tweet. It is random and it starts random. Bill and Andrew, Tommy Muscles Jordan pool take was a tad outlandish months ago. Still kind of is, but the man is balling while Steph is injured. We still got to work on the Trey Lance take though. Decel CBS. LOL. What um. What was the? I can't keep track of your takes. Uh, Diesel was it? Was it? He's better than Michael Jordan. I I can't remember. No, no, I didn't go that far. Uh, if you guys will remember, Steph Curry was hurt going into the playoffs last season before they made their NBA Finals run. So Steph was actually coming off the oh, I do bench. I Jordan do Poole was starting in place of Steph Curry. I, I believe remember. this lasted not that long. Two or three games, I want to say. Mm. Uh. Jordan Poole was balling out, putting up high-scoring numbers, being efficient. And I said once Steph comes off his minutes restriction, Jordan Poole should stay in the lineup. Whether that meant Steph and Poole (laughs) were in the starting lineup together or not. No, you did not not. say that. That's what? That's what? No, you did not. That's what my take was referencing. You said Jordan Poole should start over Steph Curry. Yeah. That was an actual thing. I forgot. Kind of like Andrew should do with the wedding, I emotionally blocked it out of my brain so that I could deal with you day to day. Yeah, and I mean, was I wrong? Like, Steph just went yes. to be NBA Finals <laughs> MVP. Wrong. I mean, big deal. I mean, that's a pretty aggressively... See, that's what what to sell is for. Where are those NBA takes? This is, doesn't feel like a safe space anymore? No. No, not at all. Any is any part of you want to declare that the Mavs don't need Luka and Kyrie because... Jaden Hardy and Josh Green had huge nights last night. Uh, no, I'm not going to take it that far. Okay. But I also don't know what, uh, you know, loyal listener of the show, Ducky Hines, is referencing. Is he trying to say that Jordan Poole is playing really well? Yeah, he did play well last night. He's played well all season. He's a good player, but he's still not Steph Curry. He had three points in Saturday's game when Steph I was going to say, yeah, he did. I mean, he's played well. He he, he had thirty the other night. He he's a, he's a good he's a he's a very fine player. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you got I'm glad that you got a little bit of love though, Diesel. I'm glad that you got a little bit of respect. I got to get it on Twitter because I certainly don't get it from you two. You get lots of affection from me. Like it, I think in a roundabout way with like a backhanded compliment. Give me the last backhanded compliment I gave you. Anytime you guys say you like a buy or sell question, it's always like. Whoa, that question well, time out, time was really out. long. Time out. Your delivery on that, that was pretty funny. That's unequivocally untrue. I cannot remember the last time I liked a buy or sell question. I mean. See? <laughs> See? This is what I, I'm talking about. Well, like, you know, Pat filled in a few. That's not just. No, I'm. You're, you're, mar, you're marvelous. You are. You're marvelous at your job. And and I just want to just earmuffs, Okay. Bogus, doesn't the Jordan Poole take reminder actually make you kind of glad you didn't go to the wedding? I mean, what were the vows like? 
No, I still, I still wish I was there. I, Tom, will take you, Mrs. Diesel. No matter what happens, unless things get kind of awkward or bad, and then I'm I'm probably out. <laughs> I, I love you, but not if you ask anyone for directions on the street, even if we've been lost for three days. Nope, nope. We opted <laughs> to not write our own vows. Writing your own vows are the worst. I've never heard anyone do their own vows where I wasn't just like, this is awful. Did you write your own vows, Andrew? I no, I did that. not. Okay, good. No. <laughs> that would have been... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been super awkward. Uh, by I the way, I got, I got a best friend alert for you, uh, Andrew. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. Um, as you know, I'm in Los Angeles, which is where, where the Lakers play. Yes. Um, and and um, and LeBron, you may be aware, is 36 points from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer. And that could happen tonight against Oklahoma City. It could happen Thursday uh, against against the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I'm going to be at the Super Bowl. But if he doesn't set it in the next two days, and again, it's almost certain that he will. I think he'd have to tweak something. But if he doesn't, then I'm going to get on a plane on Friday. Instead of flying from Phoenix back to L.A., I'm going to fly to New York to be on LeBron watch because they would like me in studio. And then you and I could have fun and exclude Tom. This is wonderful, but it's just it's hard to get excited because I know. it seems next to impossible that this is actually going to become reality. So I need him to feel nervous tonight, right? And to score, it's not going to happen, but 11 points or something. And or I need, I don't want an injury, but maybe like a, just a slight tweak, like a little ink. I'm fine. Yeah, it feels impossible, doesn't it? Especially because I think he's going to score like 50 tonight to do it with a flourish. You do? I do. Yeah. Well, this isn't best friend alert because you're not going to be there, but Bill Ryder needs something alert. I need him to break it tonight yeah. because then I can go out Thursday right. in Phoenix. If he doesn't, I'm going to be sitting in my lovely hotel room just chilling. You know, I got you. I got I got a big scoring, completely inefficient game tonight. You think even though – because here's my concern. Because he's not, he's not the world's biggest Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fan. Right. right. He treats Kareem the way that d treats the world, with sort of a little <laughs> bit of um, sort of mild disrespect. Right? And, um, oh, I thought you still had earmuffs on, Tom. And um, I'm worried that LeBron is going to want to simultaneously make Kareem come to two games he doesn't want to come to. Right? Because if, if Kareem, Kareem is going to be reportedly there tonight, and then if LeBron doesn't break it, Kareem's got to come back on Thursday. And... I think LeBron embraces the idea of breaking the record with Kareem watching against Kareem's former team. It's it's hard for me, my naive heart, to make enough room for that level of pettiness. <laughs> and I I I know I, it probably I I know. I mean to to like manufacture Two NBA games. Like, to me, I'm going with one. He's going to take over tonight's game. It's going to be embarrassing. He's going to score 42 on 40 shots. He's going to go streaking by the record. It's going to be over tonight. Maybe he even does the stupid skyhook thing to get there. But for him to manipulate two NBA games to string out Kareem's misery and then go next level on Thursday, (laughs) I want to say that's not humanly possible. But it is. So I'm gonna tell you a story, and it, it, it's 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 true. It's anecdotal. It's it's ten or eleven years ago, 
But when I first started covering LeBron, when I when I moved to Miami for a season to cover that Heat team, his first year in Miami, and I was surrounded by so many sycophants who, who covered that team. So it took me like a few games to be like, oh, what people are writing is actually sort of like the the um, prepackaged truth. I realized that LeBron had a massive ego in his play, and over the course of the year, like clockwork, now, this wouldn't apply if, if the Heat were in trouble or they were down, but they could be up three or four in a, in a third or fourth quarter, this would be true. You could see him dribbling, looking up the scoreboard, and seeing what he needed for a triple-double or a double-double. And I remember it became like, oh, okay, he is eight. He is, he is at eight assists, and otherwise he has a triple. And he would, I remember one time he drove to the basket, and they just made room. Like, I don't want a 285-pound you know, full muscular man. And then he just kicked the ball out for no reason when there was an open bucket. My point is he's always, at least my time covering him, been like willing to kind of chase his own shine a little bit. I think it went away after he won a championship. But having seen LeBron bend stats to his own needs just for his ego when it didn't matter, I could certainly see him getting to 26 points tonight and then being the over-facilitator. Like, oh, I'm going to... You take it. You got it, Rui. <sighs> Hachimura, you got this. AD. So it sounds like it's almost up to the Thunder to make this a competitive game. That's true, too. To drive LeBron for four quarters. Now, I don't know. Did the Thunder lose last night? I think they did. They but did. Like, yeah, they're they're neck and neck with each other for that for that 12th spot, I believe. In the Western Conference, so the game actually—it <laughs> just sounds. The game, are they in the just, relegation zone? It just sounds <laughs> funny to say the twelfth spot. <laughs> they are in the relegation zone. I mean, the game—that's the other thing. The game matters. So if if the Thunder's young players play really well, and they push the Lakers, and Anthony—it also I think depends on Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis is on, LeBron will let him score. But if Anthony Davis has one of those Humpty Dumpty but still playing games. If LeBron has to score 36 for them to win, maybe that also... But I like your theory, that he's just going to go for 50 and just do it. He's going to he's just gonna put up 61 shots if he has to. Yeah, and accidentally had tip to Kobe, who was, the, to me, always the king of the 30 points on 29-shot ineffective night. Like, it's gonna, the yeah. line's going to look like that. He's gonna, she's going to shoot at every chance he gets to get to blow past 36 tonight. All right, I'm going to admit something that makes me sound like a complete cynical jerk, and I'm only cynical. I try not to be a jerk, and I, I let the magic seep into the press conference. But when I went to Kobe's final game, I had to decide all those years ago whether I went to Kobe's final game at Staples Center or I went to watch the Warriors try to win 73. It was the same night. I'm in L.A., short flight to San Francisco. It would have been easy. I decided to go to Kobe's game. It just felt like the thing to do because of what you're talking about. And I don't remember how many shots he took, but in my memory... He scored 60 on, like, 59 shots. It probably wasn't 59 shots, but in my memory, it was a lot of shots. And I remember everyone's, like, weeping, and the media members are like, oh. It was amazing, but it also was just like, ah, that's a lot of shots. Then I went to the press conference, and Kobe was amazing. And How many shots was it? Kobe shot 22 of 50. Oh, Okay, so not 59, but, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like it was cool, but I don't. I don't. That's a lot of shots. That's a lot of shots. 
I mean, forty-four percent. Forty-four percent isn't that bad of a shooting. Percentage. No, no. But if you score, if you take fifty shots, you probably should get closer to eighty than sixty. Right. Six. You should be in the zone. You should be doing it because it. And they played. Hold on. Don't tell me they played the Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Yep. And they beat them. And it was in question for for a stretch. And I think they pulled away. And it was really cool. And it was magical. And I mean, Kobe Bryant. Obviously, none of us knew the awful way that that story was. His story was going to end, but. Like, in that room, in that press conference room, they, they brought out the huge press conference area. It's not a press conference, like a loading dock that they convert into a press conference area for the finals or the All-Star game. Was, I mean, I don't know how many media members were in there, but it was hundreds and hundreds. And it was really magical, and him reminiscing about his career. And I didn't cover Kobe at all. I was an Eastern Conference guy, but all these colleagues of mine who had covered him every day repeatedly. I mean, it was a neat moment. But to your point, Andrew... <laughs> It's one thing to score. If LeBron scores 50 points on 42 shots, it's going to feel a little, in the moment, I think, a little a little awkward. Yeah, but, I mean, that's a quick quip, you know, me yeah. snarky line tomorrow. The bottom line will be that the dude has more points than Kareem, which is a conversation I didn't think we were ever going to have, ever, with anybody else. It just seems so far out of reach. So I, I can't believe that we're here and... He's not just going to pass it. He's going to go well past him. And he's not doing it by just clinging to life in some random NBA city. Like, he's still really damn good. It's true. I'm going to say something that I just thought of. And I wish we had a accidental wisdom drop. Because this is like some... History doesn't remember the details. Yeah. It, It doesn't. You know? I mean, doesn't matter how you do it. No one's gonna care, and you, yeah, two no. or five or or ten years. No, I, people. I think people would care if he was playing on his eighth team and he was scoring eleven points a night and he was just you know dragging along know. to get there. But I, 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 to me, this is it's remarkable. I mean, what was Hank Aaron doing his last few years? I don't know because I'm not. I'm too young. But I would imagine he was probably hitting fewer homers than he was. He hitting seventeen or twenty. And just grinding out the last. I bet he was not not as no, doing it? terribly as you might think he was. In fact, there's a stat that I don't know exactly, but like he still hit home. No, he hit well his last couple of years. So he hit 40 home runs in 1973 as a 39 year old. Okay, that's pretty good. And then he hit 20, 12, and 10 over the next three two and a half seasons. So he tailed off. I mean, 40. Back when, I mean, 40 then would be like, what, 60 today? Right. But I mean, even, but I'm trying to think now. He hit, he 715 was the record. I'm doing the math now. So he broke that record in 73? Like, he tacked on to the record. He didn't, he didn't need those last three years to break it. Right. And LeBron will do the same thing. LeBron, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think he'll give the ghost up for a long time and, He'll collect. I think LeBron has a chance to collect one or two rings that feel like that, right? Where you look, where it's he's not really that important, and he plays twenty minutes a game, and he's forty-one years old, and it's really Giannis or Luca or whoever. But his ring count's going to be his ring count if he adds that. If he adds that way, um, Diesel, I wish I would have come to your wedding. I'm sorry that that, that we made fun of you. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to accept your apology because I don't think you're actually sorry. I, no, I'm. I'm okay. I'm not sorry. You know what? You called me. I'm not going to lie to you. Made me laugh. Um, would, would would Mrs. D. Cell ever come on the show? I think it'd be a fun segment. 
Uh, if the requirement was to make fun of me, yes, she would absolutely come on the show. Let's get some imaging called the better half, right? And then and then she can come on and just tell some diesel stories. Looking forward to it. Cannot wait. I bet she sets boundaries with you, which I think is really important in any relationship. It really is. You have to set them. It matters. It's hard. I am highly skeptical Sean Payton's going to be successful. But he's doing something. He's setting a boundary that, that if he's going to prove people like me wrong, is critical. And we'll talk about that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from my best friend ever, um, Andrew, Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. You know, I really thought I was going to sneak that almost Eric uh, Bogish by uh, Andrew. He looks like an Eric, doesn't he? If he had a twin brother, wouldn't it, that twin brother be named Eric? Diesel? Eric, or I was maybe thinking Aaron. Aaron, interesting. That'd be an edgy Bogish. Aaron's are edgy, man. Don't mess with an Aaron. Um, Russell Wilson is, what's, what's the, um, oh God, I can't remember, what's the football term? Dumpster fire. Uh, Russell Wilson is a dumpster fire of a quarterback, and there are certainly concerns that he has physically deteriorated beyond the ability of saving. Hopefully that's not the case for Denver since they just paid um, Sean Payton $18 million a year. That's the second most in the National Football League for a head coach, in large part to fix Russell Wilson. There is some evidence collecting, though, that, that there are other things at play here, including maybe a, a sense of the rules apply to me differently, a sense of I want to have my own coach in the building, a sense of I'm going to do my own thing. And the notion, idea that Russell Wilson gets to have his own quarterback coach, his own personal quarterback guru, be part of the mix is something you're going to hear this. Sean Payton hadn't been aware of. And I love the new Broncos head coach. It does not guarantee success. But I love the new Broncos head coach setting some boundaries early and saying, hell no. Coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jay Keeves, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Are, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Look, I love it. And I don't know, do you know who their reporter was? Because that's a great, great question. It is better than the question Nick Sirianni got. Did you see this? Is this a must-win game? <laughs> Whoever did that is doing that on purpose, by the way. Well, I mean, if they lose the Super Bowl, it's not like Sirianni's getting fired, so maybe it's not a must-win game. It's a, I mean, come on now. I know, I know. Um, we will see whether or not Russell Wilson can be salvaged. And by salvaged, 
I think I said the other day he was a top five quarterback in the history of the sport, a top eight, and somebody freaked out on Twitter. I, I think that's, I think he's in that line. I mean, it goes, what does it go? It goes probably for me, Brady, Brady, Montana, and then it's a collection of Breeze, Elway, might go Elway, Peyton, Breeze, who am I forgetting? I mean, Mahomes will be there. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is on that list. Yeah. So what am I at, six? I think Russell Wilson's top seven or eight or nine. I, I think he's I think he's in the range. The guy was a perennial winner. He only won one, made two. By the way, he's got a better resume in terms of victories and winning, you can argue, than Aaron Rodgers. They, they've won the same number of Super Bowls, but, but Russ made another one and should have won that one but for that you know horrible goal line interception. You don't have to get him to that level. He doesn't have to be Russell Wilson from three or four years ago under Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. But if he's a, this year or next year, top eight or nine in that season quarterback, and he has a little bit of that spark of creativity and the ability to execute under some duress, Denver can be really, really good. And Sean Payton's also in in a unique situation because I think his own place in history and his own legacy, our ability to assess him is going to be is going to be strongly recalibrated for better or worse based on what he does with Russell Wilson. And, and putting his foot down and making some changes and, and saying, no man, we're going to work with you. And by the way, you shouldn't have a, a guy separate from the staff as part of an NFL organization anyway. But clearly Jake Heaps ain't working out very well. Like this is your personal quarterback guru, Jake, wherever you are, you need to guru a little better. Whatever coaching you're giving is, has not been very successful. I want to believe in Sean Payton and, and Russell Wilson, Cell. I, I don't. I think they're going to fail miserably, and I think it's going to be ugly for, for both of them. One, this is a great start. I'm totally with you on setting boundaries. But don't you think there's no way that this is a money grab for Sean Payton? I know he's being paid as one of the highest head coaches. But he has to know, just like Russell Wilson, his legacy is on the line with this. It has to be both, right? Like, the money's got to be nice. And I think he was clearly itching to coach. I think he he missed it, which, if you love something... I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a, who's a pilot yesterday about when he's going to retire. He's older than I am. And I was sort of like, Are you gonna, what's your plan? He's like, dude, I, I don't want to retire. I love my job. I love flying airplanes, right? He loves it. I think Sean Payton loves coaching football, and that's why he didn't wait for the right job. And I think he thinks that he is going to be successful wherever he goes. And I think what's going to be interesting is whether or not reality is going to be what he thinks it is in terms of his ability to have a Midas touch. I'm with you. I don't think it's entirely the money, but I do think he probably should have waited a year. And I think he loves it. I don't think he's thinking legacy because I think he thinks he's a winner anywhere he goes. you got to be, but it doesn't mean that it's true. Uh, let's talk all things Super Bowl with our buddy Steve Berline next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 